Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-size prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729 to 811. Select styles. Excludes in-store Clearance. There you go, folks. Bill Collins, the air tonight. Baker Mayfield's favorite warm up jam. Welcome to the doghouse. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. I'm Andy McNamara. And this is a little preview to the show that I recorded with Matt Flerjancic from WKYCSports.com live from Cleveland. So we're going to play that for you. Now, that was before the Orange and Brown scrimmage on Saturday. So I wanted to give you a quick little update of what I saw live there. Browns backers put us up all weekend long. It was sensational. Absolutely wonderful. We sat section 109 in the stadium. It was great. You can probably tell my voice is still a little raspy. Uh, got back uh, home late last night. But the Orange and Brown scrimmage, tremendous show. Saw some really good things. I wanted to point out this. Jalen Strong, this dude's going to make the football team as some sort of weapon. His impressive performance through camp continued, and he was making twisting. Like Baker Mayfield threw one. He rolled out of the pocket, threw off his back foot, tossed it up, sideline catch. He contorted his body. Strong did caught it, kept his feet inbounds, and then turned and made a play, and he made several acrobatic catches, but also the reliable, simple catches that you want to see as well. So Jalen Strong really impressed me. We saw some great line of scrimmage battles on the defensive and offensive line side, both sides going back and forth, winning the positioning. So you want that high-end competition going head-to-head, and we saw that. Baker was awesome. The other backup quarterbacks, eh, not great, but you know what? We got Baker. So it doesn't really matter, hopefully. Uh, kicking competition, Greg Joseph went 7-for-7. Seven seven. Um, uh, the rookie, Seifert, went 3-of-5 uh, and then made the extra point in the game-winning field goal. So but the good day for the kicking day, fun day overall. This is the doghouse I recorded with Matt just before the scrimmage, live from Cleveland, Ohio. Again, big thanks to Aloft Cleveland putting us up, Cleveland downtown, the hotel there, and, of course, we're brought to you by ClevelandWhiskey.com. Here's the show with me and Matt. Welcome to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns, brought to you by ClevelandWhiskey.com. I'm Andy McNamara, literally alongside Matt Florjancic, WKYC Sports Browns reporter. My voice is a little raspy, folks. Why? Because I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. We had a weekend, Browns training camp. We're going to the Orange and Brown scrimmage, so I've been out and about, feeling pretty good, Matt. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Andy. Always great to have you uh, down here in Northeast Ohio. We That's love right, having man. Andy. We love yes. feeling the positive <clears throat> Browns vibes, especially this year. Oh, absolutely, and it's been a great weekend. The vi- you said the vibes, and the vibes around this team, this city, phenomenal. At a stage, because usually there's the feel good, you talk yourself into it's going to be a good year if eight things go right, and then, right. you know, but deep down you kind of know. Right. This year, there's not just hype. 
there's substance being at the practice. You're at the practice every day, but we're at the Browns training camp, and I'm seeing Odell Beckham Jr. make one-handed punt return, catch swings. Everything was looking good. The, the kickers did not kick, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, the, <laughs> when, when you're in town, I think the less kicking involved in either yeah. a game or a practice is probably a very good thing. That, that was good. Well, it was it was the Browns backers. Kudos you kickers, to man. Do you mean freaky? <laughs> Just kick and make the kick. When it counts, I don't need a Mr. August here making uh, making camp. I need I need clutch kicks. That's what I need. So, well, we were there, and, and the Browns backers, Megan Rock, Corey Kinder, uh, Carlos, and they took such great care of everybody. They had with the appreciation dinner event. Phil Taylor was the surprise alumni. We got Phil in the house, which I loved it. But then it kind of reminded me we could have had Julio Jones. Uh, that's a tough one, but you know what? Phil Taylor did a great job when he was here. Yeah, when he was here, he he did really kind of help anchor that interior yeah. defensive line yeah. spot phil had some injury problems and mm. that's ultimately what led to his shortened career but he was always gracious yeah, yeah. about his time in cleveland he was happy to be and back he he was all uh, when he retired from the league he, he made sure that he pointed out how much he loved actually mm. his time here and you don't get that from all the guys so to to hear phil say some positive things about the city and about the franchise it's no surprise that he would want to be back and be a part of what could be the most memorable Brown season well, in a long, long time. Certainly in the expansion era, or yeah. the, the, the new era there. And, guys, speaking of listen, and I would have had a whole bunch more Cleveland whiskey if this fact came through. Phil Dawson. So I got a bug in my ear word from someone saying, hey, Andy, Phil Dawson's in town. So you know where my head goes. I'm thinking, Phil Dawson's back. Yes, he's going to come in one more year. The last hurrah. Phil's going to save the day. But then... Matt, you posted on WKYC, you shot, and you sent me the link. You said, "Sorry, dude." <laughs> yeah, I think I think I also told you don't don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger because yeah. uh, when it was announced that Phil was hanging up the cleats, uh, it, it was a little emotional. I think for everybody um, that's been a fan of the mm-hmm. expansion Browns, because Phil was the Browns for a long t- stretch in his career. He was the constant. Yeah, which is. Not a recipe for winning a lot of games, but he was the reliable guy. And you're right; it was you could always he won count on games, Phil. though. Yeah, I mean, you could always count in on the fourth quarter yeah, and over two, first two minutes or last two minutes of fourth quarter and overtime periods. He had like 15 game winning kicks here. Incredible! Incredible. Just uh, the snow game against Buffalo. I remember. Yeah, he had a 48 yarder in the yeah. snow, and there was like six inches of snow on the field, and wind was blowing crazy. He said he actually aimed to hit the tunnel with his kick. And for anybody that's been at First Energy Stadium, the tunnel is about 20 yards away from the upright. So that's how far right he had to aim to hit that 48-yarder. And he ended up squeaking it through the posts. Um, is that what were, our rookie kicker's trying to do? But, uh, you know, without the weather? No, I, I don't know what the <laughs> hell they're trying to do, truthfully. Um, but uh, great for Phil, yeah. But Phil, Phil deserves everything... Uh, that he gets from this fan base. Uh, just a true pro, no matter what, he was just that guy that you knew wasn't going to lose a game because he was not prepared. Yeah, He was going to win you games because he was prepared. And I, I think that can't be understated how much he legitimately did mean to the franchise. And I was thinking about this when I was writing a story last night about it. You know, Phil went out not how most kickers go. Most mm-hmm. kickers 
they shank an extra point or a field goal, it costs the team a game, they're done, that's the end of their career. Disappear. Uh, never to be heard from again. Phil got to ride off into the sunset, and I'd yeah. expect nothing less out of a dude from the great state of Texas. And to come out and do it in Cleveland, sign the one-day contract, and be, you know, off you go. That's really cool. Really cool for Phil Dawson. But the camp, so th- this whole weekend, Matt, we stayed at Aloft Cleveland downtown on the flats. Phenomenal. Like, we had the WXYZ bar there. We created, with Jesse the bartender, okay? Not your wife, Jesse the bartender <laughs> down there. We, we created a custom Browns Backers drink. So if you guys are listening and in Cleveland, you go to Aloft Cleveland, go to the WXYZ bar and ask for the orange and brown crown. It's a cut. It involves fire. So, you know, it's good. Okay. It is tremendous. And it's a custom one, a custom Browns backers one. Just it, it's in the flats. Like I, we weren't exploring the flats, Matt, been in Cleveland 13 straight years here and hadn't really been down to the flats. My God, you don't have to go anywhere else. Right. It's so cool. It's an area of town that's really seen a resurgence. Uh, It was popular in the 80s when the Browns were good. Uh, In the 90s, it started to fall off, especially after the Browns relocated. Um, But it's starting to come alive again, and people are investing in that neighborhood. Uh, And and that's that's good to see. It's, It's a sign that the city's moving in the right direction. And, I mean... Hell, you're you're talking about it and how great it yeah. was. So it has to be good. It has to be good. There's a whole bunch of different spots. Closest hotel to the stadium, like you can see it from down the hill. Like it is a, a great spot. So we had that. We went to the uh, uh, the training camp practice, and when we were there, it was so cool to get to see the drills. Like you get to see it all the time, but to be able to to see the drills and and just kind of look in person how smooth the players are. Baker looked great. He was just he was clicking. Um, you saw some some hard hits, right, on the tackle side. But overall, from when you were looking, we were fanboying a little bit, you know, going over. But from, from actually analyzing the last couple practices, how do you feel this Browns team is looking? So far, so good. Mm-hmm. I, I, there are days where the offense looks great, and yep, there are days yep. where the defense looks outstanding. Um, and that's kind of what you want at this time of year when you're practicing against each other. There's always a positive-negative to right. it. You're like, well, I'm excited to see this. That we need to step it up here, right? And that's mainly what the preseason's for, so you can get a, a better gauge against some other competition. Uh, but overall, I think one one thing I'm most impressed with, and I believe we talked about this uh, earlier in the week, is the, the guy I like seeing practice the most is Nick Chubb. Okay. I've never seen an incumbent starter work as hard through drills as Nick Chubb. That's what you want. And he he is just a, a workhorse back mm-hmm. there, a guy that's going to put in a solid day's effort. And when you can get a guy like that to be a key cog of your offense, good things tend to happen. Now he's got a good quarterback with mm-hmm. Baker. I thought Baker's uh, looked pretty good in some stretches. Others, he's still trying to work on some timing issues right. with the receivers. That will come, so I'm not super worried about that. If anything were to happen to number six, though, a little concerned about the depth at the quarterback well, position. That's what um, I was going to go to. Not, yeah. not exactly ringing the bells there. Uh, Gil- Gilbert's looked good throughout camp, but that's as a third stringer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth stringer, not so much. Is and that bluff? What's it, bluff? I think it's bluff. Bluff? And... Stanton has not looked good mm. in most of the drills. So right. I'm a little concerned about depth at the quarterback position. And as Andy, you know very well, backup quarterback is always a topic well, in this town. Yeah. Although maybe not maybe now. Maybe not as much because now. Because Baker, six. but yeah. 
still, you, you got to be a little concerned about your depth there. But uh, wide receivers, I think, are oh, a very stacked. underrated position. I think they're going to surprise some people. And everybody said, "Well, how could you be uh, over or underrated when you've got Odell and Jarvis?" I'm talking about the depth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're going to cut guys that are going to be on 53 yeah. man rosters this year. Much different you know, than than past years. Like Blake Jackson. He's going to be on a roster. DJ Montgomery is probably going to be on a roster. Mm-hmm. If Derek Willies doesn't catch on here again, he's going to be on another NFL roster. Like, they are so deep at the wide receiver position. And watching them go through drills, it's like, can you top this? Like, the next guy in line, hey, I'm going to do this. Good luck trying to follow it. Like, Which it's building awesome. competition. And that all yeah, starts yeah. from the, the brotherhood between Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., Odell has become known for making ridiculous catches. That's just who he is. That's That's what he does. And he's very damn good at it. Uh, But he is the first to tell you all the time that the guy who's responsible for that is Jarvis Landry. Who we also got. Who we also (laughs) have. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited about the offense for the first time in a long time. Mm -hmm. I think the defensive line is stacked. If they could stay healthy, that would be amazing. The secondary, expect Greedy Williams in the starting lineup opening day. I know TJ Carey's had a pretty good training right. camp, but Greedy just get there, he's a second-round pick for a reason. A lot of guys in the Browns organization thought he was going to be the number one corner off the board. He wasn't. That's a he, great He pickup. fell basically to mid-second round, and uh, I think he could be real special. He looks smooth, Matt. That's what I used to describe Greedy Williams when you watch him play smooth. Like, yeah. It's like it's – Natural. You can tell he's working hard, but it just comes natural. The best guys are the ones who make the hard things look yep. ordinary. Right. And the, the right. example I always go back to is Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's kind of a swear word now in Cleveland because of how his tenure ended here. But uh, Josh was the most physically gifted athlete I, I have ever seen on any athletic field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would put him up against what LeBron could do on a basketball court. Wow. Like, jo- Josh Gordon was just special. Right, right. And you knew it. When, and that's why it's such a shame. When he was on the field, you just had that excitement. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. when Josh Cribbs dropped back for a oh. turn. You always felt like, hey, something special could something happen here. Could happen. Josh was the same way. He, he was by far the most naturally gifted wide receiver I've, or, or NFL player I've ever seen. And he made... Everything looked effortless. Everything looked he effortless. caught a, a, a slant and took it 90 yards. Right. I'll never forget And he that. pulled away from defensive backs. Made till he quit. Like, it's, what he could do was ridiculous. And I see that sort of competitive fire and that ability to make the extraordinary look ordinary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. Right. And then you throw in the mix of what Njoku can do as a red zone target, what Chubb can do just about anything out of the backfield. Callaway's speed. Callaway's speed. If Kareem Hunt is on the roster, what he could do to break a game. I mean, he's a game record. What I love about that combo, Matt, and let's not forget Richard Higgins, who has had natural chemistry since day one with Baker. Yeah, because they, they worked together on the backup on the, on the second team. Last year. But with when Kareem Hunt comes, and it's still not, folks, I guarantee Kareem Hunt will show. He has to stay clean, out of trouble. So week nine is the earliest. You hope he can but let's say he does. The thing I love about that combo is let's say you have Chubb and Hunt in the backfield at the same time. Both can block, both can run, both can catch. So it's different than, let's say, a Duke Johnson where you know he's going to catch the ball, and if he runs, he's not going to go very far. Right. Right. So th- that's why I love it because 
you can do so many different things. There's so many different options on this offense. So if you're a defense, who are you double teaming? You can't. No, you really can't. And that's that's what John Dorsey aimed for. He yep. wanted to what increase competition and make it more difficult for the defense mm-hmm. to prep for the Browns. And I think Odell touched on it yesterday uh, after practice is, you know, if when we get our chemistry down, we're going to be scary good. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, you know, it took everything in my power not to shout out amen. Like, yeah, God. <laughs> Absolutely. To get crazy. And then we saw Miles Garrett for the first time that close. Miles and, is a big man. And, dude, when, you, a grown see, man. when you see, like, 6'5", 250 on paper, you know it's big. Yeah. But then when you see it, it's like, damn, that's big. Yeah. He's, a, he's a grown-ass yeah. man. Yeah. He, he is a whole a lot specimen. of human. And he can run with Nick Chubb. It's so there, there are times in 11-on-11 drills where Chubb breaks free yeah. and he's off the races. And there's one guy who's either catching up to or riding stride for stride with, and that's Miles Garrett. Wow. And when you can keep up with running backs mm-hmm. and you're 200, like, the, people that are six foot five and 275 pounds should not be able to run a 4-5. No. But excited. Miles Garrett can. I'm getting excited. Yep, he can do it. He can do it. Uh, folks, by the way, on Twitter at AndyMC81 at Matt Florjancic, and make sure ClevelandWhiskey.com. You got to check it out. Part of the trip as well. Went on a tour of the facility. I met, know you've been met, wanting to do oh, that for a long time. I need to refill my stock of <laughs> Cleveland Whiskey. Met Rebecca, Andrew, and Tom Licks, who are the the owners. Just uh, great guys. And and Brandon was there, who was our tour guide last year. But we got to see the facility, chat with them, learn their story which we're going to be putting out on social media. So make sure you're following twitch.tv slash andymaclive, 24ksports.com, and all the social media functions. But the Cleveland whiskey difference, Matt, is it takes, they take something that would usually to distill four, five, ten years, and the technology, they do it in a day. So what they say, that allows them to work with a lot of different woods and flavors where you can get the black cherry, which I'm holding right here, the underground bourbon whiskey finished with black cherry with their award-winning one. They got awards all over. I got picked up one of my favorites, the Hickory one. You know that. Yeah. You know. And if you go to the distillery on East 25th, they have in-distillery specials and, and blends only that you can get there. Right. So I got, and I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try it later. I got, it was a, a barrel, beer barreled. So they have, it's a, it, they have the flavor where they take it from a whiskey and it was, had beer in it and then they mix it up. So it's a totally unique taste. But you check it, ClevelandWhiskey.com, on Twitter, at ClevelandWhiskey, Instagram, ClevelandWhiskey, all over the place, Cleveland Whiskey, folks. you got to check them out. If you do, let us know where it is. And if you're in Cleveland, go to the distillery. Great people. So there you go, ClevelandWhiskey.com. They do a lot of open houses. Yeah, you were at about one a a quarter, I think. Right, for the riot. You were there for the riot. Yeah, I was there last November for my brother-in-law and I went, and we had a blast. We Sampled some whiskey. He laughed at me because there were a couple that were a little strong for me. <laughs> but uh, we had a good time. They had these these um, these cookies that were made with oh, cream that had saying. bourbon in it. Oh. Uh, I, if ph- phenomenal would be an understatement. Just what they do there is is impressive, yeah. and they've got quite the the loyal following. Oh. I mean, all the way up in Cortis, Ontario. That's right, and, and you know what? It's it's the family feel, right? Family on the doghouse. You guys are listening and watching, and family with Brown's family at Cleveland Whiskey dot com. There, um, Matt, I got to tell you this this story too. So from camp, 
Uh, at the end, they had players come over for autographs. It was very cool. Baker Mayfield ran by, right? So I got he didn't sign, but I, I touched him. I touched his arm. I touched his arm. I felt the electricity. The, 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 the throwing, throwing arm. arm. He was okay. giving fives. And so I didn't want don't, to... Don't hit it too hard. No, oh, no. I was like <laughs> there, and I just felt felt the, the Baker energy come through me. But... But the last, the last person in the autograph, okay, came through. Guess who it was? Can you guess? Uh, I'm guessing it's a kicker. It was a kicker, <laughs> and it was Greg Joseph. Now, as you know, folks, listen, I just want what's best for the Browns. If Greg Joseph comes in, makes every kick, Greg Joseph, I'll be your biggest fan. But if you miss a kick, you miss a kick, it's on. And <laughs> so here's the thing. comes through, and it, listen, all thing, very nice man. Like, very genuine. He he's, seems like a good dude. However... I don't care if you're a good dude. I want to make the damn kicks. So he's coming the autograph line, and I got the, you know, the the, the football I've had signed. And I'm like, I don't know if I want Greg Joseph on this. I put it, I put it away. And so he's he's there signing, and someone and he someone said, oh thanks, and he said he was right beside me, and he said, uh, oh I, I, making the fans happy is more important than making field goals. And I looked at him, I said, not to me. <laughs> and he laughed. I said, make the kicks. He's like, he's laughing. I'm thinking, why are you laughing? I'm, I'm not like, kidding. Why, why are you laughing, bro? Come on. So it was, but, but it was cool. And the Browns Packers, again, we had the appreciation dinner at the draft room in the stadium, uh, the Orange and Brown scrimmage games uh, coming up and, and all that. So it's, it was such a fun uh, time. But to get to, to see them this close. So, Matt, going into the first preseason game, let's finish on this point. Going into the first preseason game, what do you want to see out of the Browns on... Well, you know what? Let's, I was going to say both sides of the ball. Let's say all three. Because the kick return game, the punt return game, is going to be interesting. We saw some different combinations. We saw Sheehy, Giuseppe taking some. Uh, we saw Callaway. So what do you want to see beginning with special teams on uh, the preseason game one on Thursday? Outside of made kicks. Because yes. that is That's important. huge. That's I, I want to see catches on mm-hmm. punts. Right. And I'm, they don't have to be fair catches, but just catch the ball on mm-hmm. punts. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham Jr. back there at all. I'm with you. During the, I mean, the only way I would accept those two guys being out there at the to, um, on a punt return would be end-of-game situation, and you need somebody reliable that can just catch the ball. All you guys do is stick your right hand in the yeah. air, wave the fair catch, and just secure the ball. Get it and be done. Yeah. I don't want to see them trying to return because – you know, as positive the vibes are, it's still Cleveland, and we still worry well, about those things because we have to. You can get hurt. Um, you can get hurt. So I, I really would like to see other guys be able to emerge, like a Callaway, right. who's going to be the fourth option offensively to really carve a role for himself on special teams. Uh, defensively, I want to see good coverage out of the secondary, mm-hmm. and I want to see that second group of linebackers, the young kids, the Sione Takitaki and Mac Wilson. I I made the bold prediction that Mac Wilson could be starting by week one. Wow. I don't know that he will based off of what I've seen through the first eight days of camp, but he will play a significant role on this team in 2019. He was one of my favorite linebackers after that first wave in this draft. I think they've got a You get value. a Bama linebacker, you're doing something right. right. And ba- Bama just produces backers like yeah. crazy. And they're, and they're all very, very good. Um, Taki Taki's a hell raiser. 
Uh, he goes out there and he hits the hell out of people. He just goes. And he he knows one speed and it's full speed. Beautiful. And that's what you need out of a linebacker. You, you need can a always playmaker. pull back. You can always pull back aggressive. Right. You, you can't, can't teach, teach it. it. Yeah. And Freddie even talked about that. Coach Kitchens mentioned that exact phrase. He's like, I'd rather have to pull back yeah. on him than have to teach him how to be aggressive. Right. Because the two starters, quite frankly, you know, both solid individuals, both good guys off the field. Joe Schobert and Christian Kirksey. As linebackers, to me, they're just guys. And maybe that's the transition where you have veterans who know how to play while the youngsters come in, and then you work in a rotation and get the more right. athletic players Well, in. they've been running a lot of 4-2-5 in yeah, practice. Under they've Wilkes, only yeah. gone two linebackers, which is, mm-hmm. would be Kirksey and Schobert, and they've been running with a nickel defensive back, and they've been kind of hybriding it. Right. Usually a nickel is a corner, mm-hmm. but they've been putting in Jermaine Whitehead as a safety. Oh. And they said it's because he's good enough to cover. He's impressed people too, yeah. But he can play in the box too. So he oh. acts as like a monster back. He okay. can be a DB or a, a third linebacker. Nice. Okay. And then finally, uh, to wrap it up, Matt, on offense, I want to see what the chemistry looks like with that first team. Uh, we might not. We're not going to see a You're lot. You're probably of that. not going to see it for very long. No. Probably a series or two, maybe in that first preseason game, right? But I want to just see what does it look like right now. We know it's not finished, but what, does it, look what, like? what does it look like? What do we need to work on? So that's the offensively. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I would agree with you. I want to see Beckham and Baker get that chemistry going mm-hmm. and and get on the same page. Make sure everything's going in the right direction. I don't think it will take long for those two guys. But you always want to make sure that you're seeing positive vibes from from this team. Absolutely. All right, Matt, that'll do it. The the addition from Cleveland of the doghouse. And guess what? I'll be back week three of the regular season. A little bit over a month from now. A little bit over a month. Uh, We'll make sure we do a doghouse after the first preseason game. Keep you guys up to date. Follow our tremendous sponsor, ClevelandWhiskey.com. Check it out, not just in Ohio. Check where they are near you. Follow on Twitter, Matt's Great Work, at Matt Florjancic, at Matt Flo Sports on Instagram, myself, at AndyMC81 on Twitter, and AndyMC Sports on Instagram. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Andy. There he goes. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. Want to have a great summer? Start with the sub of the day at Subway Restaurants. It's a different six-inch sandwich each day for just four thirty-nine or foot-long for just seven eighty-nine. And now through September second, for every ten sub of the day purchases, Subway Restaurants will donate one meal to a local food bank network, Feed Ontario. So you'll get a great sandwich, and you'll help fight summer hunger for children in Ontario. Subway, make it what you want. At participating restaurants, additional charge for extras, plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. One meal is the monetary equivalent of thirty-three cents. I had some car repairs to do, but I could only pay for half of them. Brokers Lamina at 1-800-NEW-CREDIT made the difference between stressed out driving and a smooth ride to work. Mark went the extra mile on his repairs with a loan from Brokers Lamina at 1-800-NEW-CREDIT. It's easy to apply over the phone or online at Lamina.ca. Get approved instantly up to $1,000 with no documents or credit checks and pay back over three to five months. Spice up your week and call 1-800-NEW-CREDIT or apply online at lamina.ca.